Attention, attention, please. This is an announcement straight from Alabama's true MCs. Uh, for Southern rap, there's a new day, and they come and show you the way in the DSA. Hello and welcome to the Three the Hard Way Podcast. I am your host, Todd the Todd Father Holland. And joining me today, we have a special guest and friend of the show. Close friend. Oh, nice. Close friend. That's even better. Sweet. Mr. Hannibal Tipper. What's happening, man? Man, I'm... Uh, I, I had to add some because you didn't have all three. Today we had to get at least two the hard way because it's hard out there. Hard in these streets. That's true. Yeah, it is, it is, it is quite hard. <laughs> so uh, this week our show will still be pop culture. We're going to talk about a little secret empire, but we're going to put a little twist on it. We're going to talk about how secret empire is art imitating life, imitating art after the uh, – Pretty much, we just had a Nazi parade in Charlottesville yesterday and Friday night. So, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, it was everything but everything but the superheroes. <laughs> so, uh. Suspiciously absent. Suspiciously. Uh. But this is gonna be our chance to talk about it and talk about a little comic books and, you know, a little real life. Um. I guess we'll start off with Secret Empire. For those of you that might not know, who have been living under a rock. Uh, thanks to the Cosmic Cube, you find out that Marvel's hero, Captain America, has been basically a Nazi since World War II. Yep. Uh, since before this. Since, since, the, since the Depression, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they actually changed him when he was a kid. They got him mm-hmm. when he was a child. Yep. Uh, but he... Basically, uh, used, uh, some events that he was behind to take over. Yep. And the interesting thing in the book is that it seems the American people are pretty much going along with it. Uh, they yep. don't mind Hydra. Nowhere near as much as you would think they should mind Hydra, but they're kind of going along with it. And but, but that's impossible. How could that be? In America? <laughs> yeah, that's that's just it. Uh if you know American history, it's not that far. And if you haven't studied American history, congratulations, you're living it. Uh, I don't need American history. I got American news. Yeah, yeah. Uh just starting what was it, Friday night? You had a rally of white nationalists on the, what was it, uh, University of Virginia? Uh-huh. Campus. Supported by the ACLU Virginia, got them made, fought a legal fight so they would be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they, you had a deluge of, uh, Azad shirt wearing, tiki torch carrying Nazis. Yep. <laughs> Show up. Uh, to protest the taking down of a statue of Robert E. Lee and mm-hmm. the renaming of a park. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that, Hannibal? Uh, I would like, to, I would like to act like that I was shocked, but yeah, 
Really not. <laughs> We're Southerners. We can't be shocked by this sort of thing. What, right. What's interesting to me is, and I, I tweeted about this a little bit, the choice of the words and the images that they're using. So, uh, for example, you know, they're not flying the flags of groups that won. You know, they're not flying the flags of groups that successfully overcame all comers and, and stood victorious for all time. They're not doing that. They're flying the flags of losers. The Confederates lost. The Nazis lost. And those are the icons that they're choosing for them. So the first thing I see when I see that, and uh, tying it into uh, uh, the Captain America thing, is that people don't really understand the, the icons that they're working with. So if, on one side, you are going to go march on University of Virginia with no mask on and carrying, you know, uh, symbols of regimes that were openly hostile to the United States, then, like this dude, this one 20-year-old dude who's like, no, I'm not like that, you're going to find you're going to come home and you're not going to have a job. And, you know, people are going to be shunning you in public because you're gross and weird. Uh, on the same token, when... Marvel says, yeah, we're going to take the one hero that literally everybody trusts, the one person that no one would ever, ever say anything against, and we're going to make him a Nazi. Then you're essentially undercutting the idea of heroism at all. You're undercutting the entire fundamental purpose of why people get dressed up in ridiculous outfits and go punch people. So if these are the choices that you're making, you're kind of saying that basic, the basic ideas that we're all, you know, indoctrinated to believe, truth, justice, and the American way, and so on and so forth, with all the flying and the capes and the, the, and the smiling after the hero is vanquished, I mean, villain is vanquished or whatever, you're essentially saying, screw that noise. And if that's what you're saying, well, historically that hasn't worked out so well, either in publishing or in real life. So, you know, these are choices that you could make, but me? Uh, I'd have to Randy Jackson. That's going to be a no for me, dog. Yeah, I, I'm, I guess I'm kind of weird because I can I can look at that two ways. I was I was always a Captain America fan because I found that Captain America was better than the country that he represented. I'm one, I'm old enough that I integrated my kindergarten, so my view of I got to keep my kind of innocent view of America till I was about six. Oh, that's and, 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 you know, then it was kind of, uh, well, it was violently ripped away. So I, I like the irony of Cap, but in some ways I kind of see him being a Nazi and the rally that you had Friday especially. Is that, yeah, they're more about that than you think, and they're your doctor, they're your mm. lawyer, they're the policeman, they're the guy on the jury, they're the guy that works in human resources when you go to get your job, get your nurse, you know, it's, it's you know, the person that comes and takes care of your mom at, at hospice, they're everywhere. And, and they, lean in, they lean in and say, Hell Hydra. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that and that's exactly their bent, but you don't know it. You think 
it's the hero. You think it's Captain America. You think Captain America's on your side. And secretly, yeah, he wishes you were dead somewhere. Yep. So in some ways, I can kind of see that because you shouldn't feel safe because the one lie, the one real lie that America likes to tell is that they aren't what they are. It's not, America's not founded on slavery. It's not really founded on murdering the people that were here before. That all that, that they're post, mm -hmm. yeah, that they're post-racial. Oh, look, this is post-racial America. And, you know, you know, the only, the racists are this small minority that hang out, you know, in the sticks and wear sheets and burn crosses at two o'clock in the morning where nobody's looking. You know, it's, it's, this isn't really us. And no, what this is kind of showing. Yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot of them and they're mm -hmm. a lot closer than you think they are. Mm -hmm. And if you've got eyes to see, it's kind of a wake up call. You know, it's, these are the people on your jury. If you wondered why, hey, why could you murder a child that was playing in a park and get by with it? Well, now you see why they could get by with it. Mm -hmm. uh, because they're not. And, you know, that's something that really some black people have been screaming for a long time. It's more these jokers than you think. Mm -hmm. And, oh, no, no, that's, you know, it's, it's just the Klan. No, it's not just the Klan. You put some of the same people that were out fighting them yesterday on the jury for one of these killer cops that just murdered some unarmed person, or some unarmed black person, they let them off. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's really just a fact, and it's proven to be true. You know, some of these cases of these murders, my God, you sit there and go, how, how could you let somebody off like that? Well, it's real easy, because... Black people have never really been people here. True. And every now and then, you'll have just the difference. The difference in what you saw Friday night and normally is they were just bold enough to come out and go, yeah, I don't like it. But normally they lie about it. Well, let's talk about that. They've become emboldened because it's in part been a slippery slope. I'll start with the comic side and then bring it on the other side. Uh, before we got... Captain America as a Nazi, we got Captain America as a Republican. Ultimate Captain America was clearly and vocally a right winger, clearly and vocally yeah. a conservative. And yeah. that was a logical supposition, Mark Miller said, by if this guy was born in the 20s and he fought in World War II, look at the people who are alive now that are like that. They're not liberals. They're not left-wing people. They're people who are conservative and want to, uh, as you might say, make America great again. So we had that happen, and that Captain America went on to become the president of his country in his continuity. Right. Uh, and that softened the field for Cap, who already was an Aryan icon, blonde, blue-eyed, muscular, whatever. Uh, yep, six to two. Likewise. Yeah. To likewise come in and say, all right, that, you can go on being that Nazi now. You open to that. Uh, and in the same way that we now have the chief strategist of the president of the United States, who is a, a openly uh, avowed uh, anti, a, 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 you know, racist sort of person who's worked with Breitbart News and who's uh, done a lot of very, very clearly negatively racist things in power and advising the president, whispering in his ears, 
who have Jeff Sessions, the attorney general, who has a Confederate flag on his desk, who has it on his desk as the attorney general, the top law enforcement officer in the United States, that softens the way it emboldens, it normalizes this kind of behavior so they can come out and they don't need the hoods anymore. They're fine with this. So when those two things parallel, you're again opening up to say, yeah, that whole truth, justice in American way thing, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. But I guess the only potentially positive, and it's one of those things that it's so early that I'm curious, is that maybe with the truth out, people will finally act like the truth's out. I'm talking about on the real world side, oh, because adorable. Yeah, like I said, it, it's a it's a dream I have. <laughs> oh, you people in your dreams! <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it's. I don't. I I really don't see how I could get any plainer. That yeah, while you while you were kind of lulled to sleep, yeah, people have been. Your enemies have been working, and and it, I mean, hell, right now it's looking like they're winning because that's you got everything from the president to his cabinet to you know apparently armies of these jokers, you know, ready to put you back in your place. <laughs> I mean, it, it's I guess in some ways it's frightening. It would, I guess it would have been more so if I hadn't been one of those kind of people that was already kind of cognizant about where I am. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's a benefit of living in the South is, you know, yeah. you live in the South, you grow up in the South, you know, it, it's never too, it's never more than about a county away. <laughs> if that, you know, even, they're even closer. Yeah. And yeah. There, there again, I'll draw two parallels. In real life, there was a man named James Byrd Jr. And James Byrd lived right. in Texas, and he had two white friends that he had known since he was in, in school. He had, he had known them his whole life. And he went out one night drinking with them, hanging out, laughing, making jokes, and they left the bar, and they killed him. And they dragged right. him behind their truck on a chain. Yep. Likewise, Sam Wilson, and this has been a real interesting parallel to watch, Sam Wilson in the comics, you know, Cap gave him the shield. No, 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 Sam, you should keep the shield. No, I, I, you're the only person I can trust with this blah, 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 and then goes by in his bag and says, I'm setting him up to fail. Everything I'm doing right. is setting him up to fail. So once the black Captain America fails, they will see that this fascist state is the only way to go. Right. It's the same idea. So, I mean, and and – I live in Los Angeles now. Uh, I don't live in Memphis where I grew up, but I have a, a number of white friends who I hang out with, go out, just sing karaoke, do whatever. And I've said to each of them, I'm like, I'm I'm aware that we are great friends. We've had lots of great times together, but I will never take my eye off of you. And I will never, ever let you catch me slipping. Because at the end of the day, you're still going to be white. And if they can't, yeah. couldn't accept that, they couldn't be my friend. So the ones who are still around realize, yes, Hannibal is friends with me, but he's also got a sword in his car. And he's fully, yeah. fully capable of going after me without even, without even thinking in a, at a moment's notice. 
Yeah. And that's yeah. That's, I, I, I confess. I confess to being the same way. I I I have white buddies, and we hang, and you know, we pile around. But I never forget where I am or who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, you you and it it you just that that's really just. How you have to be. I know when uh, I was young, like I said, I integrated my kindergarten. Mm-hmm. I had white friends there, but I noticed no matter what the odds were against me, they never helped. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't join in on the other side, but they never helped me. Every fight I ever had in that school, I fought by myself. Mm-hmm. And that, that burned into me. I know oh, yeah. that if I'm in a situation... Yeah, it's me. <laughs> you know they what I mean? Not, they were not and, friends. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Later on, you know, later in life, once we moved out of there, I found what what actual friends were when, you know, hey, it's three on me and they jump in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was a new experience for me. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, growing up, yeah, it was, if it's five on Todd, it's Todd. You know, you brace up, get the wall behind you, and get ready to get the swing. Yep. And, oh, it's this this thing yesterday was interesting. I'm also, in real life, I'm, I'm still waiting for somebody to call him a thug or a savage or call that a riot or... You know, some kind of way defame the humanity of the Nazis. I mean, it don't get, you know, Nazis are white folks that even the society allows you to dislike. Well, here's how, well, here's how you can see how, uh, how that, that, that table is turning in this whole, you know, uh, let's hear both sides of the argument sort of thing. Uh, the police in Charlottesville reported that, and this is a quote, they felt unsafe and left the area. Now, normally when we're involved and we see a policeman that feels unsafe, there's going to be a whole lot of, you know, uh, uh, slow singing and casket breaking. Yep. But uh, when they felt unsafe in this crowd, they walked away. They abdicated their responsibility to enforce the law. Under the same terms, again, using the current Marvel run, uh, in the Sam Wilson Captain America book, there's a group called the AmeriCops, who are robot cops, and they're programmed yeah. to police but they're programmed with the same prejudices that normal police have and even less accountability. So right. when they go cracking heads through uh, black communities, uh, it's seen as a, a law and order stance, you know, but they never even think about uh, when, you know, uh, the, the rhino is cracking up something or, you know, when uh, a, a white supervillain or even regular white criminals are out doing something, they're not there. They're not there at all. Uh, because the p- law enforcement in that area has not abdicated the responsibility to robots. And seeing these parallels is like, okay, I see what y'all are doing here. I see how you're putting this out. And this is not to say anything about uh, Nick Spencer, the writer. Not, I'm not saying that he is on the other side because I don't know him. I don't know him personally. I don't know anything about his politics. What I can say is about the work. I can say that the work is either, in, either uh, 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 echoing very closely or in some ways, uh, you know, creating a slippery slope for these sorts of things to happen. I 
I find it abhorrent, you know, as a, a fan of superheroes, as a fan of, uh, you know, basically a place where I can drive my kids to the store safely. I find it all pretty abominable. Yeah, it, it is. It is a horrid situation. I saw a, I saw a quote from someone on Facebook yesterday that kind of deals with the police situation in that because I, I know, uh, years and years ago, we had, back when I was in college, we had a, uh, Klan rally here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, the police are there to protect them. Mm-hmm. And this, this quote was, the police have always been the legitimate wing of the Klan, and the Klan, the vigilante arm of the police. Mm. Yeah. And when you, yeah. and when you look at history, that really hits the nail on the head. Sorry, you know, uh, you know that's that's been during the civil rights movement. It's it was very visible that they were really just the legit, the police were just the legitimate arm of the Klan. And Karras one even over did the overseer, overseer, officer, officer, officer. Yeah, officer yeah. from overseer. Need a little clarity? Check the similarities. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. In, in some ways, a lot of this, a lot of this stuff is is the hoods off in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, um, it's, it's it's very interesting. I'm I'm curious to see if if Marvel's going to dig themselves out of that hole. Uh, going to the comic side, Secret Empire seems to have dug Marvel a pretty deep hole. I know as long as the Cosmic Cube is involved, you've got a got a pretty good MacGuffin device. But I'm I'm yeah, I'm kinda curious to see what they're gonna do. Uh if by curious you mean sad, then I agree. Um (laughs) watching this has been like watching it's been like watching a train wreck in slow motion. Every time I think it can't get any worse, another sleeper car goes into the fire. And it's really yeah. like, would it would it please just stop? And while the new generation series they're pitching uh seems likewise very retrograde and very much looking back instead of looking forward, it uh at least isn't, you know, fully laced with Nazis. Uh, so, yeah, I guess. Um, I suppose. I mean, we can go back to regular racism and not like racism plus. Racism, so, I guess that's fine, but whatever. Yeah, well, you know, diet racism is always better, you know, and more slimy, I suppose. But it's I, more cancerous. It's more cancerous, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. It, it is more cancerous. Uh, but I mean, it's, I, I think in both places, because they're mirroring each other, I, I think, I think with Trump's election, yeah, the, the wheel, you know, the leash is off. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, the roaches, the roaches have gotten bold enough, you know, to basically come out during the daytime and try and attack you for your food, you know. Yep. You know, they basically, you know, Somebody I think they're going. Go ahead. Man. I think I think they're going to do 
basically what they thought black people were going to do with Obama in. Yes, yes. Because, you know, that was always... That was always the threat when Obama got in was, you know, now black people go run, you know, roughshod all over the place. And, no, you know, no. you know, his, his second term, only thing we did more than anybody else was get shot. Yes. Yes, that's, a, that's, that's fairly true. And that's further backed up by, uh, there was a screenshot of the, uh, national, st- Stormer, I believe it's called, which is the main uh, online central resource for white supremacists, uh, where yeah. they talked about the president's tweet, and they said, here's what you can read into the language that he said. Notice he didn't condemn us directly. He didn't speak about us directly. He said nope. it's got to be a, a problem on both sides, so he's really still on our side, because they know this language because he got it from Steve Bannon, who, again, is a white supremacist. Clearly, yeah. openly, or uh, uh, with Jeff Sessions, the uh, Attorney General, telling him what was legal to say right next to him. This is not these yeah. are not accidental things, and it's clear that these are not accidental things if you've ever paid attention. What is more shocking, the people who, uh, and this is funny to me in both ways, in real life or post like Lady Gaga posting, "This is not us. This is not what we have been about." I'm like, yeah, yeah it is. Or in comics, the people saying. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Carol Danvers saying, "I can't believe that Steve Rogers would betray us." There's a line from uh, Matt Groening's book Love as Hell. It's like, "Would the ones I love ever hurt or betray me?" And the answer was, "Who else would?" Yeah, yeah. It's I, like I said, it's it, it's interesting from a lot of points of view. Yeah, like a Chinese curse. May you live in interesting times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trump's Trump's speech yesterday on the subject was laughable. Uh, I was actually in a book club at the time, and we were listening to it. And yeah, I was I was literally kind of laughing out loud at parts of it because it's like, yeah, yeah, it's you know, we got Nazis running down the street. Yeah, but both sides need to be. Both sides of what? <laughs> and I was, yeah. I was basically, I was basically taking it as that was a speech to white people. Look, you don't need to be fighting each other over this. This is the time for us to unite. Trump never says anything that I think I'm included in. Yeah. Ever. I figure every speech he ever makes is to white people. <laughs> and, and when he's confronted, you know, what, what are we going to do about these Nazi mobs? He says, all mobs matter. Yeah, you know, all moms matter. You know, I'm, I'm, but like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the news to basically go these thugs out here. Because you remember when you had what was it Ferguson that a CVS got burned or the burning car or something that you know got damn near wall to wall coverage. Look at this burning car and property damage. You well, they went. Plum ate crap yesterday with property damage and, you know, driving cars into people and, you know. They even killed a white woman. Where, yeah. Where's the, the third label? Where's the savage label? Where's the talk about white-on-white crime? You you won't see it because because in the same media that says that Tamir Rice and Trayvon looked like men and calls Jared Kushner, a 39-year-old man, a kid, and a boy. Yeah. 
You're not going to say yeah. that. It's clear. The vocabulary in which they use makes it clear of what they're trying to say. Yeah, that that is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. But I, I've that has been what joy I can take of this. That has been my joy online is basically bringing that up. Hey, where are the white on white crime references? Where's the where's the labels? Where's the you know? Where's where's the where's the same vitriol that you hear when? Black Lives Matter causes a traffic jam. And I've had I've had that argument a many times in the past 24 hours when they go, because I had a lady basically go, you know, I condemn violence. I condemn right-wing violence. I condemn left-wing violence. And I had to ask her, I am by no means a huge Black Lives Matter supporter, but who have they hurt? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I had to. Uh, I had to. I had to, twice online today with two different people. I had them say, you know, well, you know, you can't say that uh, uh, Black Lives Matter hasn't caused lives. I'm like, all right, I tell you what, if you want to make this a, uh, something about equivalency, if you want to make one thing equal to another, let's count them up. You count up every murder that's been committed by somebody either as a member of Black Lives Matter or who said they were directly inspired by it, and then I'll add up every murder committed by somebody who's either a member of the Klan or uh, uh, who said they're or, or the Nazis or who said they were inspired by them. And we'll see who gets the 50 first. Whoever gets the 50 yeah. first, they're right. And since I know, because I've done the research, that the number on the other side is six, counting the Dallas attack, I know that that number is six, and I know that if I bring in Timothy McVeigh alone, I'm going to crack 150? Yep. Yeah, I'm good here. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that was kind of my point is when I was talking to this lady, I was like, who have you got compared to the centuries of murder and terrorism of the Klan and white Aryan resistance and the conservative citizens' councils and hell, just the, I mean, my God. Let's be honest, in a lot of cases back in the day, they took pictures. Mm-hmm. So unconcerned were they, you know, that they stood around with Dead bodies hanging in trees, burning at their feet, smiling. They're still taking pictures in Abu Ghraib. There's no difference. Yeah, it's it's you you can't. The only people that I can really say could see being shocked about the past two days are just ignorant. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> you never cracked open a history book past what you did in school because it ain't like it's hidden. It's not thinly veiled even. You know, it's but it's but the response to black people has always been the same when you go, This place is horribly racist. Hey, what in the hell do you know? You just whine. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was you know, I can't I'm having the problem seeing how the mindset works that you could compare a traffic jam. You could you could make equal a traffic jam of some football player taking a knee during the national anthem to burning people alive. I don't see how that – I don't see how that works. The part of me that's curious just don't see how how – you add that up and it comes out the same. Well, I, I think, don't. 
I, I don't have that curiosity. I, I told my youngest daughter today, you will never ask, you never hear me ask you why did you do this. I always ask what you did and how, because why you did it is on you. I need to deal with the fallout of it. I need to deal with whether it's a problem. Why? That curiosity? Yeah, that's a luxury I don't have time for as a father <laughs> or as a black man. So, you know, I, 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 I got stuff to deal with. I got, I got, I got to work around it. And I'm I'm always the type that I I I want to know the nature of a thing. That sounds exhausting. <laughs> it is it it is exhausting. But you know, to quote Blade, when you know the nature of a thing, you know what it is and isn't capable of. And I and they are enough of a generational problem that knowing why they tick and how they tick seems like something worth knowing. I suppose you know, your that, may vary. That, you know, I, I think that's why the past couple of days didn't shock me at all. It was like, oh, you got hundreds of Nazis there. Eh, well, yeah. <laughs> you had hundreds of Nazis there before. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, assumed called, <laughs> where I go, there's hundreds of Nazis. Yeah. They were called yeah. police force. Right. You know, I have, I have always assumed that everywhere I went, there were hundreds of Nazis. Mm-hmm. You mean they actually came out and admitted it this time, huh? Well, that, that's different. Hey, the roaches have gotten bold. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I found uh, the one guy that they took a picture of that they were roasting him. I, I see where he had come out today and gone, you know, that's not really me. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, if, if it wasn't really you, it damn sure looked like it. You know, who you going to believe, me or this lying mirror? <laughs> that part, that part. You know, that's that. I mean, that's the God's honest truth. It's literally, hey, we got you on camera with your tiki torch and your little white supremacist, you know, uh, insignia on your eyebrow shirt, and then you come up and go, "Well, that ain't really me." Uh, who in the hell was it? Actually, that's a funny story. The shirt that he's wearing, that the, the logo on his shirt is actually his job. He didn't change his shirt from his job, and now his job wow. is all kind of negative stuff because of him. It's a it's like wow. a, a, a company that works on cars or something. They make like car parts or something. So it just happened to be that uh, something Europa. Yeah, saying yeah, it's got the name. exact uh-huh. same. Because, well, you know, he wouldn't want to work at like a, a, a company named Africa or something. He'd want to work at the Europe company. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, truthfully, I'm sitting there waiting to see how, how the media rehabs it. See, he's just an innocent boy caught up in the wrong thing. He was there, you know, as part of the college's insect control problem with the citronella candle. He was just trying to make sure the mosquitoes had not run rampant. That's all. Okay, hold on. Let, let's also talk about that. They couldn't even find something in their own culture to use. They had to use a Polynesian uh, torch because that was all that was available at Home Depot. I mean, what? <laughs> they couldn't even. Yeah. Make, they don't even know how to. I know how to make a torch. They don't even know how to make torches. Hey man, the master race dragon. The ma- the master race ain't got time to make its own torches, man. Not with party cities down there, and they sell them in bulk for cheap. Besides, if they made their own torches, they'd been you know it's not citronella involved. You wouldn't have that fresh scent 
and, you know, mosquitoes, it is summertime, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely hilarious. I mean, that's what the God's on the street, but, you know, I looked at that and was like, my God, didn't the cross burnings teach you how to make a torch? You think? You, I mean, I'm serious. You know, if you've been going to cross burnings, you think the least you'd know how to make is a damn torch. The master race can't make a torch, and that's all I could come up with is, you know, it wouldn't keep away the mosquitoes. The citronella, on the other hand, would have a nice, pleasant scent to go along with, you know, your racism. Because everybody likes a a fragrant racist mob. Yeah. I mean, they got... That's what what Black Lives Matter is doing wrong. They don't have enough fragrance. That's right. That's that's true. And and they don't tend to dress like the cast of Saved by the Bell. Nobody's threatened by Saved by the Bell. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's Zach. Nobody's, nobody's worried about Zach carrying a peaky torch. He's just waiting for Kelly. That's all. Take it back to, take it back to Bayside. It'll be all good. Yeah, that's it. That's Screech. Look, it's a little Screech. <laughs> Screech is in jail, isn't he? <laughs> hey, man, don't be throwing reality in my, in my, I'm trying, I'm trying to help him out here. I'm trying to prove I'm one of the good ones. Oh, you trying to help Ike? You trying to help Ike? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they're gonna see. I heard his podcast. He's one of the good ones. You know, he understands the threat of mosquitoes and you know malaria. I, <laughs> I, right, right. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you like Padme. Where you going? I cannot follow. Uh, <laughs> oh no. It's, it's my life goal, but I hope they hire me on as the cook for the next rally. I won't yeah, be in. I, I won't be. In, I won't be in charge of the food, the drink. Something That's all that. Oh, put the extra spice in there for them. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, some of them, you got to keep some of them around to have flavor. I'm, I'm a damn good cook. <laughs> I guarantee. I guarantee that if they let me cook for them, it'd be a once in a lifetime experience. <laughs> I promise. Well, I, I I hate to tell you. I hate to tell you. Appearing to me, that's pretty much ruined that player. You ruined all that. I've been on I've been on watch lists since I was in college. That's, you, you, yeah, no, because okay, fun story. Okay, so I went to USC, and USC was in the '90s one of the biggest recruiting schools for the FBI. So and the CIA. So lots of uh, people who were at school that were trying to figure out how to get these jumped up. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, government jobs. So I was yeah. on the phone with one of my friends, and we were in this African Rights of Passage organization. And we hear uh, some clicking on the line, which we thought was fairly normal, and we didn't think anything of it. But then we hear an entire conversation happening, people talking, right? So we stop talking. We sit there listening. And we're, we're, so they go on talking for about like five minutes until one says, hey, wait a minute. They stopped talking. I wonder why. And my brother was on the line. He's like, because we can hear you tapping the line. And they go, ah! And then the line, the click goes, and everybody gets kicked off the line, right? <laughs> that, was, that was 1992, before the riots. Wow. So, yeah. If, you, if you're on a podcast with me, you ain't going to pass the security check player. You're not. Oh, well. Oh, well. And, you know, it was hope. <laughs> I'm, just putting that, I'm just putting that out there, and, you know. I'd, I'd, I'd cook, and my rates are very reasonable, and, you know, you'd never get over it, because <laughs> right, I, 
I'm what, man? I'm a hell of a cook, man. I, you know, everybody likes my cooking. <laughs> really funny. That's very, very entertaining. Yeah, even my water is spicy. I watch Emerald. Yeah, I learned. <laughs> Killing me. Yep, they be like, man, what the hell is in this water? Oh, uh, yeah. Living, it's living like, herbs and spices. Don't worry about it. Just keep it's drinking. Ar- it's artisanal. It's organic. It's organic. Yeah. That stuff floating in it, yeah, it's spices, man. I'm telling you. Don't worry about it. You see how good it tastes? <laughs> you ain't right for that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, it's, it's, I don't know, like I said, it's, it's, it's kind of weird how you went, I went from reading Secret Empire to living in it. You know, yeah, just, that part. That part. <laughs> and, and, I said, hey, over here living, living in New Tien, the mutant homeland, I've had to, <laughs> I've had to adjust to the new order too. Yeah. Like, how did McCloud go get the white queen of California? Yeah. Oh, okay, I guess, whatever. All right, cool. Yeah, I, I noticed in the book they took them out the same time they took out Wakanda. Just uh Okay. Let's talk about that Wakanda scene. Let's talk let's talk about that because it's important to notice this. Okay. In thousands and thousands of years, there've been hundreds and hundreds of Black Panthers. And only one of them, only one, has ever let an invasion successfully cross the border into Wakanda. And that one right. has not let one invasion, but three. Right, Latveria. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, four. Latveria, uh, uh, the Phoenix Five, uh, uh, the Black Order, and now Hydra. So, right. if you're looking at a, a list of Wakandan monarchs, right, you're gonna see T'Chaka the Wise, you know, such and such the Strong, so and so. You know, the only word they're gonna be able to put after T'Challa, failure. T'Challa, yeah. the failure. Yeah. So Marvel wants to. Take what Stan and Jack created. Stan and Jack created a, com- a country that had never seen colonization, that had never seen defeat, that had never seen the boot of a white foot on their neck ever. And they gave us a panel, and I took a screenshot of it. They gave us a panel of uh, what's his name, Zemo, with a sword in T'Challa's face and his foot on his chest in yep. the Wakandan throne room. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm like, all right, yeah, I see y'all over here on this one side trying to, you know, let Ryan get the little budget to have the movie cracking, and that's all well and good, but this is what you really think, and you can't tell me otherwise. Because yeah. right here in in, in in living color, pardon the wind. So. Yeah, yeah. And that was, yeah, I'm, I'm in several Black Panther appreciation groups online and stuff. Yeah, that, that picture went everywhere. What is this? And I saw your post to T'Challa and James. That's actually where I saw it first. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the, who the, when did that happen? The, the sovereign and, of an African nation in chains is a Hydra soldier standing next to him with a gun. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, well, Marvel has gone out of its way to get rid of Hudlin's influence. Because that, that was, yeah. Priest, but you know, Hudlin, if when you, when you, cause I've been on the different forums, like while Hudlin toward the end of his run, and if you, 
if you go, which Panther run do you hate in a group with a lot of white people? It's always Hudlin. Because Hudlin's Wakanda wasn't just great. It was great because it was never touched by white people. And he, and he, that was the undercurrent of that was, this is us without you. Well, the, the, another thing that you forget, because Priest Run had the same thing, but nobody, Priest Run didn't have the sales of Hudlin's Run. Hudlin's Run was seen by white people, whereas Priest was not. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But that, that was, Marvel went on a tear. As I as I like to call it, the put Panther in his plate. Doom War, beating taking yeah. getting rid of the vibranium, uh yeah. a whole bunch of stuff written by I think it was David Liss and uh, Jonathan yep. Mayberry. Yeah, just yep. tearing just let me let me poop on every part of Wakanda. Y'all can't have nothing. F your couch. Yeah. F your couch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, they come in with this latest run, all of a sudden it's got rape camps and all. I'm like, What? Oh my what god. I was like, who the post-colonial ideas in Wakanda? That didn't even yeah. that don't even work. Yeah, yeah, it, it. That was to me that this current run has been like the final dump on T'Challa's chest. It's like here, just in case there was some hope, let's let's make sure that you can't even fantasize about being happy. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, it ain't like it ain't. It ain't like Trump got in and we could get on a plane and go to Wakanda. They said, uh-uh, you, ain't, you can't even fantasize about some place where you ain't catching hell. Because now we have, God, a, we, have, we have three words that have been introduced in the canon forever that never existed before. Wakandan rape camp. Yep. That's now yeah. a canon thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I referred to Coach's whole run as rape camp Wakanda. When I saw that, I was like, well, I can't pay for this no more. I'm done. I would sneak and get one every now and then. That was the one where I went, whoop, can't pay for it no more. Got to find a torn or something because I ain't giving him another dime. I'm done. Like, my God, they're raping, they raping grandmothers in Wakanda. Yep. 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 Yeah, I just like think. that. But, and then he finally, finally, in this issue, like, because I've been, I've been very negative about the whole run uh, because I, of a lot of technical and story-related reasons. But uh, finally in this issue, it has him sit down with Thunderball from the Wrecking Crew and talk about him like, I mean, bring one of them old priest conversations into it. So after 16 yeah. issues of me being furious at almost every page, I finally found like a scene that I was like, oh, this is okay. This this isn't infuriating. Yeah, I, I like I said, I, I found a torrent. Mm-hmm. So I, so I, I peek in. I wouldn't go out you with no federal crime like that, bro. You know, I wouldn't go out you like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I found a way. Man. Well, okay. I walk into my local comic book shop and I look at it and then I put it back down. That works. We'll edit this. Uh, <laughs> it'll, it'll all work out. <laughs> yeah, like, well, if you're already on the list, I'm doomed anyway. Because God knows I won't pass much. <laughs> Yeah, all they got to do is barely scratch the surface of me and go, my God, this this dude's been a problem since he was six. Never mind. <laughs> please, please don't let him get famous. We can tell from just he's the wrong type. He's just not faithful at all. You, you don't a lie. Get out of, 
You don't see a lot of Southerners like like us to get out there like that. You don't see it. <laughs> no, 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 that's not true. I'm totally faithful. Totally. Yeah, you can trust me. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> All right. <man. laughs> well, you know, I couldn't say it with a straight face, but I'm getting better. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but uh, like I was saying, I I saw that with Thunderball. I thought I thought that was pretty. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, the thing that I'm that well, I say I'm curious, but I'm leaning heavily toward it ain't gonna happen. If they did that to Panther and Panther gets his come up somewhere, I will. I will be angry, but less angry than I am now. I am guessing that Marvel will do its usual, where these people get to basically stomp on T'Challa and get away with it. That's you my problem. Like, you mean like when T'Challa talked for years about killing Namor and then just pushed him off and said, oh, he'll be fine. I forgot that he could fly. Right. Yeah. He stabbed him, and then he didn't even give him the, the real shot. It was Black Bolt that blasted him off the thing. He just stabbed him. So he never he never got his come up with T'Challa. When he when Doom set him up the way he did, he never yeah. got his come up with on Doom. Yeah. And I'm wondering is this just another another situation where you got some folks that based on that character, he really ought to put some heads to bed and he's not going to. He may talk a good game but, but he ain't gonna put his hands on nobody. See Which is, Wakanda. you know, I was going to see Wakanda history book, T'Challa the Failure. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, you know, because, you know, he's, it's, it's, he's not getting the thing like he got with Red Skull in Red Zone. You know, he told Red Skull, I'm going to break your jaw. And Red Skull's like, you know, you're not going to put your black hands on me. And he purposely took his gloves off. Mm-hmm. So it was skin to skin as he broke his damn jaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, now take that home and then basically put the claws on and cut him. And your blood's going to help a bunch of people all races slash. Yeah, I'm, if he does that to some folks, preferably if he kicks the living hell out of Cap, I would forgive him to a certain degree, but I'm, I'm not holding my breath. Forward. You shouldn't because they're setting up Sam to fight uh, Steve and quote unquote redeem Steve because you know they got another Steve Rogers walking around with the red. Yeah, star. you know they yeah. got a second. Re- so that, you can give up. You, you whatever's gonna happen to Nazi Cap ain't gonna be that big. First of all, and second of all, you got another. Oh, we got another Aryan right here. We will just pop him right into place. It'll be all fine. Yeah, we'll give him a shave and a haircut and he'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best, the best you can hope for for the Panther is that he gets Zemo. That he he he's gonna be the undercard. You know, like you remember wrestling when like you like yeah. you ain't really the headliner. You the undercard. He might get yeah. an undercard bout with Zemo, but the, the, going for the going for the belt? No, fam, no, not him, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just a wish away. There, you know, you know Sam because Sam's got. Who does Sam beat? Uh, I know he beat the female Red Skull. He beat himself multiple times. Uh, like, cause the whole Captain America Sam Wilson book was him losing. He lost to the Americans. Yeah. He lost to this yeah. person. He lost to that person. Yeah. He lost to this person. Yeah. 
Then he lost the cap and didn't even know it. And yeah. <laughs> you're like, and he got like, beat by. Yeah. And he got beat by his girlfriend a lot. Yeah. yeah she, was like, she was like, why don't you just give me the shield? Just give. They emasculated Sam Wilson in every possible way. She's like, like, you know, I'm actually better than you, right? Because you've never actually beaten me at anything. And literally every time you see me, I win. Yeah. I, I I routinely refer to that book as the inferior Captain America. That part. That part. I mean, it, yeah, it it was like, yeah, okay. Because I don't know about you, but it but me, I view all of this stuff, even though I'm, you know, grown adult old and all that kind of stuff, it's my inner child. I look at that as okay, what if I was back to being that ten year old boy that's looking for a hero that looks like me? How would I view this? And badly, badly. yeah, and it's and it's like, well, you had Black Panther, but they took that from you. Well, you got they go, oh look, Captain America's black like you are, and then I read it, and every month it's him getting his butt kicked by somebody else. And the only person that they've shown that I know I've seen it beat was the female Red Skull, so I can beat up a girl. No. I can't beat up a girl because my girlfriend routinely kicks the living hell out of me. All day. I mean, Sam Wilson in the books right now is the only person I can think of trained by Captain America that can't fight. Yeah. Well, Because remember back in the day, that used to be the big excuse for, like, Tony yeah. Stark. Well, Tony Stark can fight. Why? Because he was trained by Captain America. Hawkeye can fight. Why? Because he was trained by trained Captain by America. Captain America. Sam Wilson has trained with Captain America more than anybody else in the Marvel Universe. And he can't bust the grape. <laughs> I mean, he can't. He's the, only, he's the only cap I've ever seen lose to Batrock the Leaper. I'm like, my That's God. True. That's true. Batrock has one job, to be French and lose to Captain America. And he can't even. Yeah. Right. To be stereotypically French and lose to Captain America. And he got Sam took an L to him in, like, his first issue. Yeah, he did. I was like, well, I can see where this is going. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, oh, so, you know, and because that's, that's been kind of my undercurrent when I was with another uh, podcasting group, and we, we used to do the State of Black Heroes. And I may bring that that's over rough. this one. That's rough. Yeah, it, it is rough. And I, and I used, we would well, talk you know about. It's, it's only rough but, if you talk about mainstream comics. If you play right, right. Wildfire or Menthu or Willpower or The Brother or, or you know, some of that stuff that Robert Jeffries got cracking, oh, oh, Black Hammer's cracking. Just not with Oh, yeah, Hammer. yeah. Not, not with Master, yeah. Warner, Master Warner. Yeah, yeah. I, I checked out your stuff, and then thanks to you and Hitman, I checked out, was it Lion Forge? Their, uh, their, uh, their Catalyst Prime stuff? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Noble? Noble hooked me like the first issue. I'm like, oh yeah, uh, I'm I am down for this ride, <laughs> you know. But using and that the retailers are sport. Yeah, and it's it's one of those kind of things that like around here, all that kind of stuff is is it's it's almost like unicorn horn to get your hands on it. It mm-hmm. you know do will it carry here? You know, can you find it someplace? And the Hitman, like I said, helped me find the stuff online. That's how I've been reading. Because mm-hmm. find a physical copy, yeah, you give that up. Yeah. Uh, but 
what I was, I was go, I digress. I was going back to basically say, okay, you know, as a little kid, I was, I looked at, yeah, it'd be the big two stuff. Who could I read that, you know, wasn't kind of a dose of inferiority? And it's, yeah, you got nothing. Uh, when we talked about, I guess you call it Marvel's quote unquote diversity era, I was always like, well, why are black people caping so hard for this? Because what do we actually pick up in? You got the inferior Captain America, mm-hmm. the one hero that you had, Black Panther, they knew to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Riri Williams, you know, you had, oh, yeah, it's black girl magic. I said, they're going, she's either, she's basically a gender swap roadie. And being that you got her running around in Captain America, I mean, in Iron Man, yeah, she's going away. Because yeah. if you don't think Tony Stark ain't coming back to his book, you're insane. Yeah. And so, you know, you're getting too hyped up over that, and it's, she ain't going to, she's not forever. Uh, you had Mosaic that I kind of looked at, like, yeah, no. And Mosaic had some ideas. It just needed more room. It just it needed more room than the monthly format. Yeah. And then you had I know one of the big ones is Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. And as mm-hmm. somebody that as a little bitty like six, seven year old used to read Devil Dinosaur, all I see is Moon Boy and Devil Dinosaur and I was like, There's no way in hell that they didn't know what they were doing with that. Because well, she's got the exact same power set. Moon Boy was a mutant yeah. among his people that was smarter than the rest of them, but he was an ape. He's a, yep. he's a caveman. And I'm like, Nigga, you basically took a little black girl and put her in that, yeah, okay. No. She's smarter than Reed Richards. She's smarter than Reed Richards. She's, smarter than Doc. she's the smartest person in the Marvel Universe. Uh-huh. And Moon Boy was the smartest one of his race, too. He just race just happened to be eight people. <laughs> yeah, no. As soon as they went, oh, it's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, I was like, if you don't get that away from me, there might be violence. <laughs> you know, I, you know, and no. Uh, it might, it might be different. I mean, no, I mean, because I'm not mad at that book. I've read it. I'm not mad about it, but I'm not excited about it either. Um, if you had a black writer, I might have a different idea, but I don't because they don't. Um, but you know, whatever. And please don't forget the I don't want to be the black Spider Man, Spider Man. Oh, no. could not forget Miles. Miles, don't call me black Spider Man. You know, because that's that's good and helpful for young growing boy self esteem. Don't call me black, but you're black, dude. Oh no, am I gonna stay this way? Yeah, problem. <laughs> Can't I grow out of it? Oh, boy, don't worry. You just got reverse vitiligo. That's all. Sammy, Sammy Sosa said he could. Well, he, and he did. He went from being a black guy to being, what, Snagglepuss? Hey, <laughs> ain't no mean feet there. You know, even Michael Jackson didn't achieve pink. <laughs> Heaven's the Murgatroyd. Yeah. I mean, I looked at him and was like, my God, if his goal was to become Snagglepuss, you achieved it, man. Damn. You know, the best Michael Jackson got was Morbius. Oh, 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 oh you cut me deep there. I love my, I love Michael. 
I loved his music, but but dude, at the end, I'm sitting there going, you could not look more like Morbius the Living Vampire, man. Even, yeah. Wow. That's rough. That's rough. Even the nose was turning up and stuff. I was like, man. And, you know, he even bought him some little Swedish children, so, yeah. I know. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) I can't hear. I guess if you go transcend your race, go all out. I'm not only going to transcend my race, I'm going to transcend my whole species. I'm a bat dude. I'm not black, I'm older. Hey, I'm going to be a cartoon mountain lion. (laughs) You have achieved greatness. I don't know what Trump's stance is on cartoon mountain lions. I don't know what side of the wall you get to stay on. Oh, you know. Good plan, you know. <laughs> hey, Alabama's in the middle of a uh, political season. You know, we get, we, we got, uh, elections. I think it's Tuesday. Yeah, we got three, we got three candidates on basically saying, no, no, I'm more like Trump. No, no, I'm more like Trump. No, no, the hell with the two of them. I'm most like Trump. So imagine how surreal that is to watch. If by surreal you mean the new normal, yes, I can. I can imagine it's very true. <laughs> it's 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 kind of fun. It's I guess like well, I guess in talking about this, Marvel's situation will be easier to fix than the real one. And, you know, yeah. One, one cosmic cube wish away and you know or you back not buy Marvel or you could just not buy Marvel and instead buy rational number subtraction number one available from Wonder Bun Comics Tuesday, August fifteenth. What? I didn't quite hear that. When is it out again? August fifteenth. Irrational numbers subtraction number one of five from Wonderman Comics, the supernatural vampire historical fiction series written by yours truly that is uh, guaranteed, guaranteed to have zero Nazis in it. Oh, wow. It sounds like a plan. <laughs> what else you got coming, man? For, you know, so. I've also got, uh, uh, so the rational numbers one of five is out on the 15th. On the 15th of every month, uh, basically for the next several months, there's going to be a new book from me. In December, we're going to be debuting Scoundrel number one of four, which is uh, straight historical fiction miniseries uh, set in 1981 Los Angeles. I've got the weekly webcomics Men Through the Anger of Angels every Monday and Project Wildfire Street Justice every Wednesday. And uh, those are coming out. And plus, I'm going to have a story in the Dark uh, Universe Anthology, a prose uh, science fiction story, which is coming out from MB Media in December, I believe. Uh, and that's, uh, that's a, like a big sweeping space opera style of story that I'm really, I really had a lot of fun writing. Nice, nice. I, all our listeners out there, please pick those up before Trump starts the book burning. <laughs> what? 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 Like, what? Like, how you gonna be car carrying Nazi and not burn books? People, people were like, if, if people were like, if he, if he sparks a race war, a nuclear war before we could see this Black Panther movie, it's gonna, Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, you talking about Unforgivable? Yeah, if, if you do that before I get a chance to see Black Panther, there's going to be some problems. <laughs> I would I would hope there'd be some problems overall, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. 
You go ruin my one chance to be lit. Uh-uh. And you ain't gone too far. <laughs> then we need more chances <laughs> to get lit. We need more chances. Uh, and not lit the way that the, they try to lit with the crosses. Not that. But. <laughs> well, see, I'm less worried. <laughs> see, now that I know that they can't make torches, I'm less worried about the cross. <laughs> you know what? Because, <laughs> you know, it's. It's going to take a while for Party City to get a truck in to get more Central Island candles. So we're probably good for a month or so at least. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at, you know, it would have been nice, you know, just to like had enough money to have had like a, a flyby with a plane that said, you know, Tiki Torches of Polynesian. That would have been, been good. You know, and seeing how many heads would melt, kind of like at the end of Raiders Lost Ark. No, they would, they, would turn, they, would just, they would just turn around and say, "All torches matter." Come on now. Can <laughs> <laughs> you, man? Master Race can't handle mosquitoes, and they like to have a fresh scent. <laughs> you know, they ain't, they ain't like the biggest of old, but yeah, they care. Human flesh, whatever. They they enjoy that smell, but. You know, the new millennial Nazi thinks about its victims and the fact that you'd like to go with a nice, fresh scent. <laughs> and as mosquito-free as possible. You know, we're out here in our Izod preppy shirts, you know, and mosquitoes like the blood of superior beings. So mm. to keep them away, nice citronella. I can't. Here. What, I, man? I, I, I just, I can't. <laughs> And let's be honest, with, let's be honest, with the crew that came in the next day and the apparent lack of bathing, I bet you everybody would have been a lot happier with some citronella burning somewhere. I'm just saying. Cause, okay, you it's time to get the check. We need to get the over here. Time to get the check. Some of them looked a tad unwashed. That's all I'm saying. Moving on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, well, no, not sorry. I wish I could take back all the hate. No, no, I wish I could. Oh, seriously, I wish I could take back all the hateful things I've said about Nazis on this show, really just so I could say them all over again. That's, <laughs> well, take back all that hurtful stuff. It's all hurtful. Just so I can repeat it. Moving <laughs> on. But yeah. Everybody out there, check out Hannibal's book. He is a great writer. Uh, read his uh, articles on CBR, the Bipile. Don't miss it. You know, like I said, man, I cannot thank you enough for being on here because you know, me without somebody on here just turns into some kind of hateful rant that would probably have me in trouble. Oh, well, luckily that didn't happen at all. So I was able to mitigate that. Oh, no, no, no. All right. no, no, no. I, I, I feel quite good about myself on this show. I have offered reconciliation. I have offered to be the cook at the beer summit. <laughs> uh, I have I have defended Massa in his use of citronella candles. I think I'm in a good place. I, I think I got a fair shot at staying on the other side of the wall. <laughs> Alright, Todd, I'm out. We'll get this. <laughs>
What, man? All I want, I just want to be here long enough to watch Black Panther, that's all. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> so, everybody out there, thanks for listening. Uh, feel free to comment on this. You know, tell us where we're right. Tell us where we're wrong. Tell us that citronella really isn't helpful mosquitoes. Uh, <laughs> tell us that Saved by the Bell is more threatening than you, than I'm giving them credit for being. Maybe they can dress up as clowns next time. Anyway, uh, you know, uh, you know, help out a Nazi. Teach them how to make a cat. Tell, teach them how to make a torch. Don't teach them how to make a torch. Don't teach them how to make a torch. Spoken like somebody that sells tiki torches. How dare you, man? How dare you? Yeah, President said we all have to come together, and this is a way you can help. Show them, you know, show them how to get torches on a discount then. Yeah, that'll help. Uh, <laughs> tell them that it works better if you, like, pour your, if you, like, cook yourself in gasoline or something first, and then, like, anyway. <laughs> no, don't do that. Let them find out on them. Anyway, this is Todd the Todd Father Holland thanking my guest once again, the wonderful, the witty Hannibal Taboo. Happy to be here. And we will catch you later. Peace. Attention, attention, please. This is an announcement straight from Alabama's true MCs. Uh, what's up, the rap? There's a new day in the community.